time for Wednesday's hour number two on Hashtag Daily K with your host, Peter Bint. Korean dramas, movies, and even lyrics. Why is the world paying attention to Korean stories? From classics to modern masterpieces, time to dig deep into the charms of Korean literature. Check it out. With Paul. That's right, every Wednesday at this time, we introduce various Korean literature pieces to you and talk about their Korean culture implications. And the man who reads it to us is Paul himself. Introduce thyself to the new listeners out there. Thyself? I'm trying to be, like, classically trained and cultural. You're going to thee and thou me all for the next (laughs) hour? My goodness. Hello, everybody. It's lovely to be here. I want to say LHBAS. Oh, was that? LHB. Yes, the left-handed b- b- bottle opener. What? Late happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> Goodness me. Thank you. I don't know. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I've never heard of LHB, but thank you. I can't believe King Peter's often left us for a, I don't know, a swanky vacation in Bali. I know. Can you believe that? I can't. I'm, I'm so jealous. I want to be with Cisco right now. I'm I want know. to be with a gang. This is unbelievable. I, we, I'm, I'm not, I was going to say we deserve it. We deserve it. We have it. to put it with Peter every time we come we have in. To, we have to sub the show when he's away. I oh mean, my what goodness. thanks do we get? Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess the chair is nice, but it's just... Yeah, it's, Bali would be a little bit it nicer. Would be, it would be nicer, yeah. <laughs> it's so good to have you in the studio. And it's very back. nice to be here. I was thinking we need to... I, like, I think every one of the guests, maybe not Minji, but... She's too nice, but I think we should do like a roasting of Peter one day. That should be like a special. You know, they do like the comedy roasts. Uh, yeah, but, but 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 it would have to be censored because the things we I have to say about Peter, him. the things I know about Peter. Oh my, my goodness! Goodness. Yes, the the after show. Uh, oh dear. Uh, well, moving on uh, swiftly, swiftly moving on. Um, uh, shout out to uh, Sherry and to uh, Tigerish. Uh, Sherry sent us a picture of the book yes. that we sent her, uh, and and Tigerish as well. He got his book. He put his picture up on Instagram. Instagram. I'm so glad you've both got them safely, um, and I hope you enjoy them. They're both great books. Yeah. So thank you for sharing the picture with us, and glad that you got them. Okay, so uh, I have you in the studio. You do have me in the studio. I'm here in the studio every I, Wednesday. That's... I have a question. Well, we, yes. when I get you in the studio, I, I want to ask questions. Okay. And one of them yes. was, so my girlfriend recently started voice training. Is that a question? Uh, yes. <laughs> my girlfriend recently started voice training. And then you raise it up at the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, and she... Just because she has a job where she talks a lot and she yes. lost her voice. Yes. But I want to know, because yes. your voice is nice and deep. Yes. Have you had professional voice training growing up or, I guess, before you started your acting? I, do, well, I, I went to drama school. So is that like, That's a thing, right? That's you, a, you, you have voice so classes. So teach me one thing. Okay, there's my question. Can you teach me one thing that I can do to like make my voice sound better? Okay, where do you breathe from? My mouth? <laughs> Wrong answer. Um, uh, you're supposed to be like what from your chest? You no, from your throat. Like you, I, I nose. No, you breathe from your diaphragm. Oh, <laughs> the science answer. I should have gotten that one. Yes. Okay. Do you breathe from your diaphragm though? Uh, because I'm noticing I, your chest rising as you're breathing, and that suggests that you're not breathing from your diaphragm. You're breathing from your chest. Oh, you're supposed which to. Which means you're not getting you're, you're not to. getting the intake of oxygen you should be. You gotta breathe. It's like I learned it before. You like literally stick out. Not. Kind of, you stick out your stomach because air then fills 
The lungs, right? Th- that's that's the layman's explanation. Yes. Okay. Well, what is the smart people's explanation? Well, you learn to use the diaphragm as a muscle, and that, oh. and you learn you learn to control it better and better, so you can actually get a full intake of oxygen. And by breathing through、oh. the diaphragm as well, you're not tensing up in your shoulders and your chest. The issue with people who breathe with their shoulders and their chest is there's a lot of tension here, and we want to just relax all that. And when you breathe from the diaphragm, you can get a much more resonant sound,、oh. and you can、uh, speak for longer and Louder, and you can keep on talking a whole load of. No, I can't say that word. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I. It's funny because I have learned that not professionally, but、uh, when I was trying to sing just for for、yes. fun, a friend of mine was just like, and it's not again layman's term. I didn't know what he was talking about in a way, but he's like, you know what? Just flex your muscles, and then try to sing, and then like, oh, oh, okay, now lay down, and I think he was like, I'm gonna sit, stand on you, and then you're gonna try and sing. It's interesting. I was just curious. She's taking the lessons. I had no idea what lessons she's taking. Yeah, but I was well, just curious. There's lots of different techniques, but but、um, I'll be honest. We we normally focus on the books in this hour. So take us to the books. So today I've got a free <laughs> online short story because I like to bring in the freebies sometimes. That way, you know, you don't have to go to the library.、Sure. You don't have to buy or borrow or, oh, I don't know, not even steal a book. Oh, you don't, ha- and you don't have to send them a book. Then is that why? Hey, you know those books? <laughs> They were from my personal collection. Yeah, For、right. my birthday, I gave away books on the shows. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. And, and, and I gave away laughter, happiness, and moving on. Continue. Right. So, online free story. <laughs> yes. Today it is ascending scales. Dodo Hansingwal by Kimeran, translated by Jamie Chang. It's a brilliant writer, a brilliant translator, and it's a brilliant short story about. A girl who's growing up and dealing with life's hardships, and the thing that brings her a little bit of comfort sometimes is、uh, her piano. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. Do you play the piano yourself?、Uh, one-handed. Very good with the right hand. Terrible with the left.、Oh. <laughs> so you can just do the melody part. Yeah, I,、okay. and I can I could do the left by itself, but when you ask me to put them together, it doesn't work.、Oh. I I learned the clarinet when I was growing up, and that was fine. Also, very good for the diaphragm, by the way. I'll practice a wind、clarinet. instrument. I, oh, that's true.、Instrument. Yeah, that's why、yes. I play the bass. Not so good for the diaphragm. Not so Great much. Great for the fingers. <laughs>、um, yeah, and so、uh, playing the clarinet, you use both hands together.、Mm-hmm. They work in harmony. Whereas with the piano, you've got like with the drums, you've got two different things going on. That's true as well. Yeah. So no,、um, no, one hand and one hand only. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us a little bit about the author then.、Uh, we featured her a number of times on the show.、Uh, I have to say, she is one of my favourites. Everything I've run from her,、uh, read from her, I've loved.、Uh, her name is Kim Eran, born in Incheon in 1980. She studied playwriting,、uh, but then moved into fiction. She made her debut at the age of 23 in 2003.、Uh, went on to、uh, win a number of awards.、Uh, we featured、uh, stories like Knife Marks, which won the E. Hyo Sok Literary Award in 2008. We also featured.、Uh, My brilliant life,、uh, that fantastic novel on the show before.、Um, every time she comes up, I think she's definitely worth a read. And the fact that it's available for free online in English is really good. And another very important part、uh, every time that we talk about is the translator. It's essential in order to, of course, get across the message, but also the nuances that I couldn't translate from the book if I read it to, from Korean to English. 
Tell us about the translator. Uh, Jamie Chang, who we've also featured on the show a number of times before. The last time was just in mid-March uh, this year for a brief biography of Yuja. Uh, you probably don't remember that because you weren't hosting the show at the time, uh, but it was yeah. very good. Um, she is a fantastic translator. I think, um, you know, she's translated works by Son Won Pyeong, by Cho Nam Ju, by Park Soo Young. Uh, she's a lecturer at Iwa Wins University. And again, um, one of these translators where you see her name and you know you're going to get a fantastic translation. Well, excellent. So we're going to go ahead and get into the first excerpt now. So we've got to get that background music up and down. Are you ready for this? What do you think? Yeah, he's ready. All right, he's ready. Let's go ahead and get the music on and listen to the beautiful sounds of Paul's resonant voice. The first thing I learned in piano class was how to press Do. Since it's the first note, you use your first finger. When I pressed the key, Do let out a weak Do. I pressed it again so I wouldn't forget the same Do. Caught off guard, Do stammered out another Do and watched the trajectory of its name as it floated by. I sat in that spot where a single note had disappeared so neatly my pinky finger sticking up. The afternoon sunlight trickled faintly through the cracks in the green contact sheet that covered the window. Silence spread between the piano and the girl, making her acquaintance with it for the first time. As if uttering a word that had been chosen carefully, I muttered, very quietly, Do. Resting my fingers on the keys was harder than it looked. The teacher told me to relax my hands and pretend I was cradling something with my fingers. But the idea that I could hold on to something without grabbing hard at it, or even the very idea that there is such a thing in the world that you can hold without grabbing hard at it, seemed impossible to me. I practiced do -de, do -de, do -de, all day long using two fingers. It wasn't until much later that I discovered if you press two notes at the same time, the lower note rings for longer. The keys all looked the same. If they weren't black, they were white. They were all the same size and texture. I often forgot where Do was. I was never sure if the key was Do and not Re or Fa or Mi until my fingers were on the key. The Do I was looking for was the 24th key from the left. Every time I got lost, I had to count the 24 keys over to the correct Do. Of course, I would go to all that trouble just to hit Do again. I liked the sound this bulky, introverted instrument made. The resolute, comforting ring of Do. Lucky for me, once I found Do, Re was easy to find. Re came right after Do. Next was Mi, and then Fa. So all I had to do was find Do first. Welcome to Arirang Radio. If you are in Jeju, 88.7 in Jeju City, 88.1 in Seogipu City, 101.9 in the Daejeong area. 
Oh, we got messages coming in. Do you want to read a few of these? All right. I got one from Sherry that says, I thought it was so cool when I first found out that other countries actually call the notes on the piano do, re, oh, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. That's not, that's not a good scale. Ah, dang it. That's why I play bass. I just like to be in the background. <laughs> I guess it just never occurred to me there was another way. <clears throat> you've got to, you've got to do your vocal exercise. Look, okay, here's one. So, All right. Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater, had a wife but couldn't keep her. Put her in a pumpkin shell, and there he kept her very well. Oh, just Peter, that. Peter, pumpkin okay, eater, had a wife but couldn't when keep her. Put her in a pumpkin shell, and there he kept her very well. You gotta get pumpkin. Peter had a radio show, and I don't. I I, I lost Yanti it. Yanti says, <laughs> "Ooh, pretty book color and lovely background music." And wow, Paul hit the dough perfectly. Thank you. Paul singing the piano scale, amazing. Really brings the story to life. Uh, thank you. I, I I had a go. I think it worked out all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was okay. I mean, almost as good as mine. Wow. K says I learned clarinet too. Sherry, I played piano. And Josh, I played alto saxophone. Alto saxophone. Uh, I, yeah. I was tricked into learning the clarinet because I wanted to learn saxophone. And uh, uh, my parents told me that you, ha if you wanted to learn the saxophone, that you learned the clarinet first and then you moved on to the saxophone. Oh, see, I learned piano first because my parents said if you want to learn drums, you have to learn piano first. I, it doesn't make wow. sense. I mean, they're both percussion instruments. You hit him, I guess. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I be, I'll be honest. I would have done drums first from the beginning and never learned. I'm glad they made me actually learn it's piano. It's good to learn piano. You start with that because then I could visualize the notes and how it, it looks on sheet music. So Yeah, you still can't nice. sing it though, but hey-ho. Pumpkin eater, do re meter, shoot. Just well, you keep us going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go back to the story. Okay. What do we, tell us a little bit about what we just read. It was very beautiful with the background music. Uh, yeah, and so we've got this this young girl learning how to play the piano, and um, and she enjoys it. But I mean, the first five notes are fine. Mm -hmm. You know, do re mi fa do re mi fa so. Yeah, it's the la that's the tricky one. And we learn how a teacher teaches you, and when she learns the secret of playing fa. Of playing fa. Yeah, so you go do re mi fa, but instead of using your ring finger, you play fa with your thumb. Yes, and then you keep going up, and with, you can play the perfect seven note scale. I do remember learning that now. Yes, yeah. it's it's all coming back to me. And when she learned that, she's like, now I know what music is. Oh, there so, is like a moment of clarity for everyone when they yeah. figure it out. Exactly. So it's 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 this beautiful moment, and then um. Her parents, they're not rich. They own a dumpling store and they work very, very hard, but they buy her a piano. Oh. And it is the most sophisticated thing they've got in their house. Nothing compares to the piano. I mean, in, in itself, it is the most sophisticated thing until the smartphone came along, the computer even. But it is in itself. I mean, itself it depends what you're def defining sophisticated as. Oh, oh, you mean like in a cultural, cultured kind of way, sophistication? Yes. yes. Okay. Then yes, correct. It is the most sophisticated thing in the house. The computer is nothing. It is trash. It is destroying art. Does that sound better? No, because you can make <laughs> art on a on a phone. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's she basically while the customers are eating dumplings, she's in her room and with her sister playing piano. So ah. that's her life growing up. And for the next two years, she takes lessons and she studies hard. And in the evenings, her mum comes in and lies on the floor and says, "Play this for me. Play that for me." So it's really bringing the family together. Um, Dad, 
who also works in the dumpling store, is a little more flaky. He sort of disappears for the afternoon sometimes to play cards or to, mm. you know, the claw machines. Yes. He's obsessed with getting the fluffy toys from the claw, claw machines. Yes, he is. All right, well, you got to feed the gambling addiction somehow, I guess. Yeah, and so uh, mum takes on the emotional burden, but also it seems most of the hard work. And so the narrator, she loves the piano, but then when she gets to middle school, she's like, I don't need lessons. I'm good enough for myself. Oh. And she just plays for fun sometimes. Okay. Yeah. She's not going to be a professional piano player. That was my um, reason I quit too, yeah. Yeah. And sure. The problem is, is that she doesn't know what she should do with her life. And mm. so when you listen to other people, they're like, oh, if you go and study this, then that's a good start in life. You know, if you go and study that, then uh, you can be rich and successful and so on. So her older sister becomes a dental technician student, mm. even though she doesn't have any interest in it. And she decides she's going to go and study computer science. Okay, this sounds familiar now. Now I see how it's relating to society as a whole, especially in Korea. Yeah. But the issue is, as she's going off to university, at the same time, her parents have big financial problems. Mm. And they're getting ready to basically sell everything so that the bailiffs can't take it. Are you including the piano? Well, she says, yes, yeah, sell the piano. And her mom's like, no, you are taking the piano with you to Seoul when you and go and live with your sister to study. Oh. And she's like... I'm going to be living in a one-room sub-basement studio with my sister. How am I going to be using a piano? And your mum's like, you're going to take it. You're going to listen to me. You're going to take it. And so she takes it to Seoul. All right, well, why don't you pick up from there and let's get that background music back up. Myung, my older sister, was horrified when I showed up with the piano. While our uncle took a smoke break, I tried to explain. I thought Mum had warned her, but apparently she hadn't mentioned a thing. We live in a semi-basement, she said, flustered. I know, I whispered. We stood in front of the truck and looked up at the piano. It was elegant and proud, like a member of the fallen Russian imperial family. Our uncle's truck was parked in the middle of the street and holding up traffic, so Myung and I quickly put on work gloves. Uncle took one side of the piano, and Myung and I took the other. At his signal, I took a deep breath and lifted it up. The circa 1980s piano rose into the end of the millennium sky. I nearly shouted, it was so beautiful. We slowly inched towards the door. My legs were shaking and sweat ran down my spine and forehead. People stared. A car honked behind us. The landlord came down from the upstairs unit in his sweatpants. He was a chubby man in his fifties who seemed like the type who never skipped his morning exercise. He looked shocked. Still holding up my corner of the piano, I awkwardly smiled and nodded at him. Myung managed a short greeting too. The piano slowly began to head down the steep, narrow flight of stairs. Not a refrigerator, not a washing machine but a piano. The embarrassment I felt for us went up three notches. Suddenly, there was a loud crash. Our uncle's hands must have slipped. Myung and I tried to grab the piano legs, but it was too late. Boom, boom, crack! The piano tumbled down the stairs. The sound of multiple timelines converging called out, Ming! from inside the piano. I noticed the grapevine on the front of that piano was bobbing like a spring. It must have come off on impact. 
I realized then that what I believed for all those years to be a carving was in fact a separate piece of wood superglued into place. We called out to our uncle at the bottom of the stairs to see if he was all right. He said he was fine and kept going. I wasn't worried about uncle or the piano. I was too embarrassed by the loud bangs, so real and unabashed echoing across the city where I'd just arrived. The fretful landlord loomed at the top of the stairs, incredulous and disgruntled. He took a long look at me, young me, the piano, our uncle, and back at the piano again. Miss, he called my sister. Me young hurried up the stairs. I saw her surrounded by a door-shaped frame of sunlight, diligently making excuses. Me young also apologised to the driver stuck behind her uncle's truck. We were finally able to persuade the landlord by agreeing to pay extra for monthly utilities and to never, under any circumstances, play the piano. As he turned to go, the landlord muttered under his breath, What do you need a piano for if you're not going to play it? Oh, okay. Wow. I'm, I'm kind of angry at the landlord all of a sudden. I mean, Why? obviously. Why? Because he said he's mad that they brought it and then says, don't play it. And then mad that they now have a piano that they're not going to play. He's not a nice guy. It doesn't seem like the friendliest of fellows. No, he's not. He's a bad landlord. Okay. Well, that okay. seems to have it. Now, <laughs> but what happened? Is the piano okay? She thinks so, but she's not allowed to play it. Not true. She's so too scared to. Um, so it's got some superficial damage, but it seems to have survived. And so now she's living with her sister. Mm -hmm. And that first night, she explains what's been going on. Um, she tells her sister, Young, look, Dad, he co-signed a couple of loans for some new businesses. Oh. There was a meat buffet and there was a, a, a Nordebang um, because there was a new factory. But then the new factory went bust. And so the meat buffet went bust and the Nordebang went bust. And then they all went bankrupt, and so they're drowning in debt. Wait, did you mention this already? Do you mention, like, around the time when this was... Financial difficulties, I mentioned. Yeah, so is, the, is this the late 90s? Yeah, this is this is the late 90s. This is, oh, okay, yeah. so now it's all coming into... I understand it a little better now. Okay, so this is when everything went to uh, heck. Pieces, I would have used. Pieces, I would have yes. used the word pieces. <laughs> um, yes, um, and her sister's also not in a good space. She doesn't like being a dental technician. She wants to quit the course... And she also explains that here in Seoul, it's not about where you live or what you have. The true indicator of your status is your teeth and your skin. Ah. And she talks about an ex-boyfriend who was much older than her, used to turn up drunk, collapsed outside her door. And one night she checked his teeth. Uh, she never really looked at his teeth before for two years of dating. Oh. And that night she sort of pulled back his lips and looked. And he had a dozen yellow, crooked, old little teeth in there. And That's... It, it was tragic for her. It felt strangely tragic. Oh, did, did, did they break up? Do we know? Oh, yeah. No, no. It's ex-boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Obviously, because of uh, not the drunkenness collapsed outside that door. It's the teeth. Well, no, no. They broke up and he was coming to sort of try oh, and get her okay. back drunkenly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see now. Yeah. So she's, she's glad she's rid of him. Because um, of the teeth. Yeah. And so her sister, she gives up on the dentistry. She says, I'm going to re-enroll in college and English is going to be my major. Because mm -hmm. if I study English, I can get a decent job. Hmm. And then summer comes and the monsoon comes. And one evening, <gasps> her sister is out working at a restaurant. The narrator's at home. She's trying to clean the mold off the walls and the piano. She suddenly has the urge to play it. Just wants to play doll one time. 
Mm-hmm. And she lifts it, lifts the cover up, plays the note. Immediately, there's a banging on the door. The landlord, his whole family are there, accusing her of playing the piano. And she's like, "No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't." And by the way, what about the mold? And oh. that shuts them up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, landlords don't like to hear like, "I have to. Oh, I have to fix this. I have to pay for this." Exactly. Um, and so they go off, and she's back, and she's watching TV, eating some noodles, some dumplings. And the rain is pouring down. Her sister's still working late, and suddenly she realizes there's water seeping in through、oh. the front door and the window. And she's never experienced anything like this before. She calls her sister and she's like, "What do I do?" Sister's like, "Just mop it up, you know,、mm-hmm. mop the water, pour it down the drain. I'll be home soon." And so she does that. Her dad calls and is sort of hinting that he needs money, and the money that he needs is about the amount she's got saved up for college. And he doesn't come out right and say it, but the pressure is there.、Mm-hmm. And then there's a knock at the door. Who is this? It's not her sister. It's a man. It's a drunk man <gasps> who collapses, snores, and she thinks it's him. It's the sister's ex-boyfriend back again, and he's blocking the door, so she can't bail out the water. And so she thinks maybe if I can pull him onto the piano bench, then he's not going to get wet, and I can keep bailing water. Problem is he won't wake up.、He's、is this lying in the water snoring? Is this the ex-boyfriend? Yes. Oh my gosh, this is it. This is interesting. These coincidence—not coincidence, but all these things happening. I gotta get to the. I'm, I I need to look ahead. I need to. You know, you're not allowed to look ahead. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> all right.、I'm- Hi, it's your Arjun Radio from Dashandos. Where are you listening from? Let us know. Leave it at arirangradio.com. Hey, Mister. He shuddered when he hit the cold rainwater, but instantly started snoring again. Wake up! He snorted and turned over. I was angry, but I couldn't just leave him there. The water was up to my shins. The books on the bottom shelf were soaking up water and swelling. Among them were English workbooks that Miyoung had not even opened yet. I finally succeeded in getting the man up onto the piano bench. He looked peaceful. His body was bent at a ninety-degree angle, and his ankles were underwater. I sighed and looked at him. The rosy-cheeked man seemed a little soft in the head. Staring at his face for a while, I was reminded of what Miyoung had said about teeth. I wanted to see his teeth too. Just a quick peek should be okay, I thought. I carefully reached for his lips. He turned. He was probably uncomfortable sleeping with his body folded at a right angle. I jumped back and reproached myself. Our room was flooded, and this was no time to be distracted. The water was up to my knees now. I noticed that the piano was drowning. It was clear the piano would be ruined unless I did something right away. I felt as though a motorbike were tearing through my heart, leaving skid marks behind. Thousands of dumplings rose like air bubbles and popped in the wake of the motorbike. Miyoung's English workbooks, the D on the keyboard, the phone call from Dad, and our summer all floated up into the sky and burst in the air. I opened the piano cover. The clean keys came into view. 
I calmly placed my hands on the piano. My thumb was on do, index finger on re, and middle and ring fingers on mi, fa. I didn't press anything, but I heard a long note. Entranced, I pressed the key, do. Do took a long flight around the room. I pressed re, re. The man turned onto his other side. I relaxed. Soggy notes rose one after the other from my fingertips. So mi do re, mi fa so la so. The pedal gurgled underwater. The notes rose slowly, danced with one another, and faded. Mi mi so do da so. The man steamed like a hot dumpling. As the rain continued to fall, sometimes hard, sometimes not, I played the piano in our semi-basement apartment, accompanied by the gentle slosh of black rainwater, ankle deep in the flood, and deep in his dreams. The man grinned. See, this is bringing back a little trauma for me too. Oh, oh, the, go, oh, goodness, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, you chose I, the. I, oh. I picked this story before I knew you were hosting. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Talking about the Pantia Tip. We didn't have an official house. We had like a studio in the yeah. basement, and the rainwater kept pouring and pouring mm. in. And so, yeah, I wasn't in there. I couldn't get to the actual Pantia Tip. Luckily, Xander was there. But all right, so Pantia Tip means. Like it's the one, the places where you have a window at the top that barely looks over the ground level, basically. Yeah, it's a sub-basement yeah. or semi-basement apartments, they call them. Uh, made famous internationally, the Korean sub-basement, the, uh, the movie Parasite. Yeah, Ki Sing Chung. Um, yeah. What's interesting is this came out almost a decade before Parasite. This mm. story was translated into English back in 2014, but the themes are similar. Mm -hmm. um, so it's poverty. It's right. also the stigma of the banjiha, of the ah. sub-basement. It's the issues with the mold. Yeah. It's the issues with the bad landlords. Mm -hmm. um, so is there, a, is there a part four coming up? Like, you want us to read the rest of it? No, this is, this is the end of the story. There's no resolution? Nope, that's it. That is the Korea I know and love. <laughs> the old-style Korean movies that I'm in love with. Okay, yeah. okay. The let's, piano is drowning as she plays. Let, let's talk about it then. So we don't know. It's the end of the story. Uh, and then you've got the drunk guy just kind of moving a little bit, yeah. F deciding whether or not he actually hears it, or I guess he hears it technically, but he's in a drunken state of stupor, kind of asleep. You have to, you have to make your own resolution. It's one of those stories where it's not giving you everything on a plate. Okay, this is for you to work out what it means for you. Uh, and so we have the issues of poverty, stigma of living in a basement, the issues of mold, another big yeah. part of that as well, and landlords. Oh yeah, gosh. if you've seen Parasite, they talk about the smell of the banshee her. Yeah, you can smell it on them. You can. Oh, I know, and that feels so dirty. Like when you hear them, especially in the the taxi scene. Not taxi when he's driving. Yeah, and you can kind of feel the distance. There is a smell of poor people, and it's just like mm. oh. Yeah, but I'm um, I'm here, and I will say quite openly, I've lived in three sub basements in yeah. Seoul. I still live in one now. Mm -hmm. and we have a strange one that the front half is is Banjiha, and the back half is on the second floor. 
Oh, that's pretty the cool. Because the two roads are yeah. on different levels. I, I mean, to be honest, like a lot of the Pangeas can be very nice. In fact, like especially in areas where I live now, they're high enough up that you don't have to worry about flooding. Yeah. And they're they're beautiful. You just get less sunlight, at least for you, on half your house. Uh, yes, but, but at the same to... time, you get a cozy feeling. It's, it's gorgeous. Cooler yeah. in the summer, warmer in the winter. Ah, smart. I do. I do like them. And there, I've looked at many myself. I never did Pangea. I did the more high class. Uh, oh, Gosh- oh, I'm sorry. The they Gosh- weren't good enough for you. I did the Goshiwan. Is that high class? <laughs> no, it's terrible. I knowing what I know now, I would have looked for uh, a Pangea actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, it's sort of highlighting an issue that now Seoul is finally dealing with it. Um, mm. After the floods last summer, um, there's been talk about making sure that people in Banjihai in these sub-basement places are safe because right. flooding is a big issue. It happened to me in the first sub-basement I lived in. Really? I had a similar experience where literally we were bailing water for oh. a couple of hours until the rain stopped. Um, it's a great story. It's online. It's free. And my one-line review is a glimpse at a life that will be familiar to those who have been touched by poverty or found themselves living in a basement. Oh, man. Uh, we, we do have to wrap it up. We do. I, thank you so much for uh, it. It was you. fun. Thanks, as always, to the Literature Translation Institute of Korea for the help with copyright permissions for the broadcast. Thank you to Kim Aram for her beautiful writing and to Jamie Chang for excellent translation. And thanks to my diaphragm for allowing me to speak in long sentences like this. Next week's book is Can't <laughs> I Go? by E or Lee Gum E, translated by Ann Sanjay. It's a novel. Can't I Go? That is the book for next week. You can listen to Check It Out with Paul Matthews on Adidang Radio's Hashtag Daily K every Wednesday from 10am KST.